Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have in-depth and meaningful conversations with various instructors, organizers, and musicians in the colorful and exciting world of Argentine tango. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thank you very much for joining us. There are so many amazing tango festivals I have yet to attend, and although I love the state of Texas, I was very sorry to miss the Austin Spring Tango Festival in 2017. I've heard a ton of good things about it. And with me now is one of the organizational masterminds behind the Austin Spring Tango Festival, Mr. Vance Reitmeyer. Vance, thank you so much for being on the show and for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the invitation. So uh, just to get right into it, uh, can you describe the moment when when tango grabbed you, when you knew you wanted this dance to be a big <laughs> part of your life? Well, uh, that's kind of hard to say because uh, I think we started in 1998, 1999, my wife and I, Margaret. Uh-huh. And uh, I tell you, that first year was hard. If Without her encouragement, and her ability to make me feel comfortable on the dance floor, I wouldn't have stuck with it. Uh, so I feel that uh, at the very beginning, people need to have fun and mm-hmm. they need to have encouragement because for a guy, especially elsewhere, it's much more difficult than uh, women who are normally used to uh, taking dance lessons as a child. Men usually don't. So mm-hmm. it, it was tough. Yeah. But uh, when I got over the hump, I would say during the first after the first year, uh, it became um, a work ethic. It became uh, an enjoyable thing to do. Uh, and as time has gone on, it's just turned into a drug. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Right. So yeah. yeah. It's been a lovely ride. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you said you had had a kind of a tough start, but then you got into it, became, like you said, your drug. I think a lot of people can identify with that. So from there, how did you get into organizing? Well, uh, about five or six years after we started, mm-hmm. my wife and I thought, well, in Austin, Texas, we have a, a fall festival around Thanksgiving that was going on for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there was nothing happening uh, from January to the summer. Mm. Uh, we used to in uh, a couple of teachers in the summer and uh, for a few years there, but it, there was just nothing happening in the spring. Mm-hmm. So we thought, why don't we start something uh, in the spring. And the first year was 2005, and we brought in just one couple, uh, Tomas Howland and Florencia Tachetta. Ah, yeah. And uh, it was it was great. There was 35 of us. Uh, it was just a weekend workshop. Mm-hmm. We hired, we rented a place, and uh, uh, we just had a really fun time. It was a lot of work, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. And with the next year, 2006, uh, we had to get two couples because it was growing. Ah. And at that point, it was it, it just about doubled in, in size. So, mm-hmm. again, that was sort of the beginning, but it, it rolled on at a kind of dependable 10 or 20% uh, increase every year from that mm-hmm. point on. And so we've gotten to where we're pretty close to 400 now. Wow. Yeah. We so, don't want to get much bigger than that because we want to keep quality of the floor. And, and it's very hard in Austin to find uh, a good space to have a, a festival mm-hmm. because there's just not many of those old buildings left they knocked them all down in the oh. 70s and so it's very difficult to find a space that really works unless you want to go to a hotel and mm-hmm. that's a whole different can of worms yeah yeah that's it's interesting i mean austin's it's a much bigger city than where i am in madison but you know big city small city you all have your challenges <laughs> so that's right that's yeah. right and you all have your tango feel and your community community mm-hmm. feel and i've been up 
to uh, Madison, and I really like Madison. It's a it's a nice community, very hardworking people. Yeah, it was great when you when you stopped in. That was a lot of fun. It was great to, to meet you then. Yeah. So um, the other thing that that kind of that was on my mind with uh, about Austin being such a such a major city in the U.S. Um, and some people, like especially from smaller towns like Madison, sometimes they'll think, oh, you know, the big cities they have so much tango. But it seems to me that you have a lot more noise to compete with. And there are a lot more, just, just by volume of people, there's a ton of things going on in the city. How do you... Oh, sure. Austin, yeah. Austin is a musical place and mm. a dance place. Uh, so there are a lot of things to grab you. And there's a huge salsa scene and you name it. There's, mm-hmm. there's just a lot. You know, and tango is, is special and, and somewhat difficult. And so it doesn't have as large a crowd mm-hmm. in some of those popular dances. But uh, the quality... Uh, of of work and the quality of the people, uh, in my opinion, is just a step above a lot of others. So, kind of going back to the Austin Spring Tango Festival, I, I know that you had a um, had a crew of people. You weren't doing it all your own, but when it comes to taking a, a leadership role in such a huge project, uh, most people would find something like that pretty intimidating. Was, was it? Were you just ready to jump into the challenge, or were you a little scared yourself? Well, I think it was uh, it was just something that we didn't expect to start a festival at the beginning, very beginning. We were just trying oh. to help our community mm-hmm. get to be better dancers, mm. and so uh, I think the growth was slow enough for us to not feel like um, it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you start out with baby steps, uh-huh. and you can develop something really, really large and really, really nice over time. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, of course, my festival is a nonprofit festival now for mm-hmm. the last uh, three or four years. And so uh, I have my community that gets behind me, not just all my friends, which, mm-hmm. of course, most of them are tango friends. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but we have the community, you know, the tango community is told, this is your festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money, the profits that we make from this will go straight back into the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city of Austin also uh, uh, gives us a, a check every year to put it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the bottom line is we have a lot of help uh, in the community, and that I'm sure will get stronger as time goes on, just because of the way we tend to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thinking back to the when you first started Tango, did you ever think, yeah, someday you'd be behind one of the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest Tango festivals in the country? <laughs> of course not. You don't <laughs> think things like that. Yeah. You just lucky enough to put one foot in front of the other yeah Mm -hmm. it's been a fun ride and there's been uh numerous times when i quote unquote wanted to retire because (laughs) the work got too too hectic Mm -hmm. but uh i have enough uh good people uh that are willing to uh come up to step up to the plate and uh Mm -hmm. and and help me out uh and if if it wasn't for those friends this would never have happened Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just something that one one man uh one or one person or one one group of, of people it's it's hard job yeah uh, it, it uh i'm not going to say it's thankless because what happens is the community gets better uh more cohesive mm-hmm. um again there's there's a lot of great things that have come out of this mm-hmm. and uh it, it, all the teachers get behind it mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh so uh our community is just really tight we're very lucky in that respect uh, and it's from the very beginning we've worked very hard together as a group of people, a group of friends getting together to try to do something that matters a lot to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great. That that community having that behind you is 
is excellent. So, um, you know, as it started growing, I think from the, you said from the first uh, festival to the second, it just kept getting bigger. Um, it, when you wrap up a festival like that and you reflect back on it, um, what have those experiences taught you? What have you, did anything about that surprise you? Well, um, I don't know. I'm kind of a micromanager in a lot of ways. <laughs> and so uh, my mind uh, doesn't look at the big picture as often as it should. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've learned a heck of a lot mm-hmm. on how to work with people and uh, how to, to motivate them to, of course, again, uh, it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for all my friends doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um but to, to get a festival like this together, uh, again, takes takes a community. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to make it a full-time job, and then, yes, you can make it a full-time job, and you can make a profit at it. And uh, But I was never interested in a profit motive at all. Mm-hmm. I was strictly interested in uh, community building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's still uh, one reason or the main reason that I, I work so hard, uh, even though I would love to just kind of retire and go off travel the world for the next 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just relax. But mm-hmm. I, I am vested in my community. Uh, the festival uh, is, is really good for the community. And so we're going to keep going for as long as we can. Yeah, excellent. So are, are you already in the process of planning the next one? Oh, yes. We have all of our yeah. teachers lined up. Excellent. Um, the, the weekend's lined up. Uh, this week we're we're talking about uh, DJs and so uh, we'll get those lined up in the next week or two and so yeah everything's coming together Excellent. Uh, as usual we'll open up registration around Thanksgiving okay it sounds good hopefully I can make it next time I mean um, uh, last March uh, it just it conflicted with my schedule I was um, actually in San Francisco that the very weekend so uh, unfortunately I wasn't see. able to make it yeah I, I, I've always loved Texas when I visited um, but I haven't yet been to Austin I danced I went to Milong in Dallas once back in 2005 uh-huh. or so and yeah I always had a great time uh-huh. out there always met some really nice folks but yeah Austin's definitely on my list of places uh, places to visit so um, well we, spring is great in Austin so you know uh, mm-hmm. I would I would suggest if you come just don't come in the summertime yeah 100 degrees every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I was just visiting my parents in Florida uh, two weekends ago, and it was, yeah, it was pretty nasty. But imagine Austin's, yeah. yeah well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spring, not not the summer. Okay, All right, there we yeah. go. Yeah. So in all the um, the uh, communities that you visited in your tango adventures, um, what are some of the key ingredients needed for a successful tango community that that you've been able to observe? Well. I- I, I really do have a soapbox in, in that area. I, mm-hmm. I do step up there, and I do give my opinion on this kind of thing. Yeah. I really feel that uh, a tangled community comes together and grows because of the people at the top, mm-hmm. as in the teachers, the organizers, um, who has whoever has a voice and can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the key is to work together. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've traveled around the country for many years dancing tango, and I find a lot of communities, they implode because the two teachers that are, quote-unquote, running the community can't get along, and mm. and a student or a potential student is not going to be uh, drawn to activity. Uh, so you have to keep a positive attitude, mm-hmm. a work-together attitude, uh, an all-inclusive attitude. Yeah. That's something 
I think it's a little too rare mm-hmm. uh, in the United States today yeah. uh, because uh, you find a lot of communities that are somewhat dysfunctional or very clicky, mm-hmm. and those don't grow, uh, yeah. so to speak, as often or as easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a great environment yeah. for a person to learn. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, the whole clicky nature, I mean... We thought we, you know, years ago, we thought we left behind the uh, the high school cafeteria, but <laughs> but sometimes it follows us. <laughs> People have human natures. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. So, um, yeah, where can where can people find out more about uh, the Austin Tango Spring Festival, Austin Spring Tango Festival? Sorry, and um, and your own involvement in the community. Well, the Austin Spring Tango Festival. Uh, has, of course, a website and mm-hmm. a Facebook page. Uh, AustinSpringTango.com mm-hmm. is the website. And, uh, of course, uh, go to uh, AustinTango.org is our um, local site that will get you information on tango dancing in Austin. And, of course, our nonprofit uh, runs that site just because we like to keep a current calendar and we allow all the teachers to do their own postings, et cetera. Okay. Uh, so that's a very useful uh, tool. And, mm-hmm. of course, the Facebook page is just the Austin Spring Tangle Festival yeah. Facebook page. And we have posted information there periodically on the festival as well. Great, great. Uh, you'll just find me in the in the background. I mean, I, I go to, you know, I go to uh, all the Malongas, mm-hmm. all the practicas almost every single day, six or seven nights a week. And so the bottom line is I'm always out there. Excellent. So changing, changing gears now to your own growth as a tango dancer, uh, what, are, what are some aspects of your tango that you, um, that you would like to improve, seeing this as a lifelong journey? Well, I want to be more of a pleasure to dance with. I oh, mean, you, <laughs> you definitely are. I heard a lot of good things about you when you visited here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you have to nurture each individual partner that you dance with. You have to make her look good, mm-hmm. and you have to be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's musicality, connection, grounding, all of those things. Uh, but for me personally, uh, I go down to Argentina. I've been down 17 times. Wow. And uh, I typically go down at least for a couple of weeks and work with various teachers down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucian Vaje has been one of my favorites down there that I mm-hmm. work with. And so the bottom line is I think a tango should be a lifelong um, ambition to get better. I mean, there's a lot of people that take their lessons and they get out on the dance floor, they have fun and they never take another lesson. Well, mm. that's just not my work ethic. That's just not my style. Yeah. Uh, I want to get better as time goes on mm. uh, because I want people to enjoy me more. Yeah. Yeah. And I found maybe you, you might feel this way too. It, like you said, it's much more than a dance. It's almost a, it's a, it's a way of just understanding yourself. It's a, it's a whole philosophy of living. <laughs> it, it is a, it is a culture and it mm. is, you know, the, in my opinion, the Argentines are very, uh, very friendly, muy uh, amables, as I say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love that culture uh, of of being more engaged with people and 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 more uh, friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how else to put it except that in Argentina, I just feel uh, the people are just very warm and welcoming. And I wanted to make sure that our community. Uh, reacted the same way to tango dancers and try to get them into the fold and into that sort of mindset yeah. of uh, nurturing each other 
and uh, and and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Yeah, it's a culture thing. Yeah, and I really think that that culture was worth. Uh, that's why it's all over the world. It's not just the dance. Right. I feel that the culture has mm-hmm. been exported, and it's great. I want to mm-hmm. thank them from the bottom of mi corazón mm-hmm. uh, that that they they have given us this great passion and shared this great passion with us. Yeah, it's it's fun, and when you when we visit other um other communities in other countries i remember i went to a milonga in germany and there's just something very familiar about about the people there i say i take a look at the people and say hey you know I, if you blindfolded me and, and, and put me there and then unblindfolded me didn't tell me i was in germany i would have thought that oh okay maybe i'm in some other some other city close by <laughs> well it, it's interesting you should mention that i just got back from three weeks in russia mm. and uh i danced in various places Mm-hmm. Uh, the big city, Moscow, yeah. the smaller big city, uh, St. Petersburg, yeah. and then a small, uh, medium-sized town, Lepitsk. And the bottom line was, mm-hmm. I didn't speak the language, mm-hmm. but the language is tango. Yeah. And once you get someone in your arms and you start moving, then there's a communication there that, that really transcends the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is this language of its own. And the more you work on it, the better your language skills are. So Yeah. Don't yeah, worry I mean, about the fact that you don't speak uh, whatever language, whatever country you're in. Tango will will take you five steps further. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where that that cabaseo really <laughs> really comes in handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you very much, Vance. I think that's that's going to be really helpful for our listeners. Is there anything anything else you'd like to you'd like to tell us? I just want to thank uh, all the people in my community that have helped me over the years because it really did uh, come about because all my friends got got behind me and, and Margaret and, and helped us put this thing on for years. And uh, with the help of the community, we'll all go forward together. Okay. And uh, again, thank you, Joe, for, uh, for giving me the opportunity to open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Oh, it's my, my pleasure. And um, I will definitely... Uh, make an effort to come down to Austin to to say hi and to to meet the meet the folks there. But I heard well, so many, you're, I heard... Wel- you're welcome, and uh, you'll be welcomed with open arms because that's the way we treat everyone that comes down to visit. Oh, thanks, Vance. That's great. Sure. Uh, okay. Take care, Joe. Yeah, you too. See Thank you, you very much. Road. Yeah. Bye bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Well, that was a fun conversation, and Vance is a really down to earth guy who's very easy and pleasant to talk to. I think it's very interesting that he never intended to create a huge tango festival. He just wanted to help out his community and through, as he called it, baby steps, he was able to eventually build something quite massive with the help of other like-minded individuals. And to reiterate another one of his points, a cornerstone of a great tango community is taking the time to be welcoming and friendly to other dancers whom we don't know, to beginners, to visitors, etc. So whether you're an organizer, a teacher, or student, those small gestures do go a long way in determining a community's reputation and long-term success. So thank you, Vance, for putting that out there and for your time. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, it would mean the world to me if you could take one minute to head over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, a review, and remember to subscribe. We'll have more shows coming to you weekly. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.